people are trying to hear what I'm saying. With us, oh, you, get get excited, audience, because we have a big surprise for you. Uh, with us on this uh, our thirty third episode is me, of course, your host Austin. Uh, our 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 returning our returning friend Robbie is becoming quite the stalwart of the uh, your podcast. If you're wrong. <laughs> stalwart. And, <laughs> That's quite an adjective. I've been studying for the. Well, I, can you can anyone understand him? <laughs> Here's the thing. I I am in the body of a 16 year old man, but uh, I have the mind of a Civil War general. I think in the vocabulary. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, that 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 snide remark you're hearing right now is courtesy of none other than Josh, who uh, who you may recall from from almost 20 episodes ago. I think it could be that long. But uh, <coughs> every time this podcast has sucked, I'm to blame. No, no, it's quite the opposite. In fact, every time we've had a lot of laughs, uh, uh, you know, it's it's been because of our friend Josh and we're very excited to have him back. Well, I'm uh, uh, hey now, and uh, it's nice to be here meeting uh, Robbie over uh, an internet connection from 1994. Mm-hmm. And uh, great to hear from Austin again, and I appreciate you having me around. Oh, it's great to have you. Anyway, Fuck you should people. <laughs> Robbie's what? Getting, Robbie's getting defensive over his interview. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you call in from a GameCube. And, uh, <laughs> First, it was an N64, and then it's a GameCube. How the fuck do you call in on those systems when they don't, you know, they don't have Wi-Fi, internet connection, anything? I can only assume you're being hostile, but I can't understand the words you're saying. It's very often hard to tell with Robbie, because you know, <laughs> it's got that anger there, but you're not exactly sure where it's directed at, or really if it's directed at anything. I can't, you, you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, is often, that is often how I talk, so it's true. that's perfect. Just, uh, he, he sputters uh, and occasionally shouts out the name Converge. I uh, was very angry. <laughs> um, Robbie, Rob, Robbie likes Converge and is very angry when people don't include Converge in various <laughs> lists of albums that have leaked this month that we uh, will talk about hopefully. Anyway, Robbie, what like what okay. kind of music do you listen to? Like, what, what's your deal? What do you do? I listen to lots of musics. Okay, right now, what are you? Solid podcasting. <laughs> Uh, well, um, how about we just go into what are you listening to? Because that is a good I idea. Had, I had, yeah, yeah. I pull up my last FM to do that. So. Uh-huh. I, I actually have some stuff this week that I think me and Robbie can uh, we can bro down on because I've been listening to a lot of a lot of similar stuff. I think. All right, everybody, what you listening to?
Uh, all right. Hi, everybody. Welcome to What Are You Listening To? Let's talk about what we've been listening to this week. Uh, Josh, you're returning. Uh, tell us what you've been listening to, friend. I wasn't, uh, you know, I didn't come prepared with anything. So uh, I'm going to go into my recently played list here. Mm-hmm. And it's been a lot of death grips. Oh, of course it has. Yeah, but that's, I don't want to, I don't want to, you guys, you'll talk about death grips and nausea. I don't need to say anything about it. Funny enough. So devoted to it, yeah. Have you guys heard of the Humble Indie Bundle before? I have, yeah. I have not. So, are you familiar with Steam, the video game client? No. Okay. So, or or I suppose Steam, okay, you can take it outside of Steam. There's a website called, I think it's HumbleIndieBundle.com, and they get, the Humble Bundle, yeah. yeah. And they get a bunch of indie games together, and they do a pay-what-you-want for these. I think it's six games. <clears throat> and uh, what they've also done is if you pay more than the mean amount, <laughs> you get the soundtracks for all the games with it. And in, in the soundtrack to this game called Sword and Sorcery is actually something I've been listening to a ton, which maybe seems a little <clears throat> weird. Um <clears throat> But so that a ton, uh, the new Teen Day singles, Death Grips, and some The Clash look like the most recent things I've been listening to. Mm-hmm. Uh, teen Days, it should be noted, as we mentioned before, is um, Josh's best friend. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my best friend. He, he's my ex-roommate and a nice yeah. guy who I like a lot. And his girlfriend cuts my hair. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, sometimes... He's- Sorry, go ahead. Very, very talented man. I enjoy his music quite a bit. Yeah, me too, man. And he's a he's a stalwart fellow like <laughs> Robbie here. This motherfucker has a this motherfucker has a last FM page. That's legit. Who? There, there you go. Teen, teen days. Yeah. Does he? Okay. Oh, over a million scrabbles. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, he's he's a uh, he's a. Uh, I, he I I guess he's considered in the um. The the the, ch- the pantheon of chill wave is he not? I refer to him as the enigma that is an international rock sensation. Uh, that too, but that 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 tag on last FM is quite a bit longer. Yeah. Than, uh, <laughs> uh, his, his holiness. His holiness. That that's good. We'll, we'll leave it. At he, that. He's put out a couple singles this week, and uh, two of them are pretty good, and one of them's really good. Ooh, I'll have to, I'll have to check them out. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think I think that's about it. You come on, you guys are more interesting. You talk. Yeah. Uh, right. Okay, Robbie, would you like to go? Yeah. Um, well, I kind of want to give my opinion on the new Titus Andronicus, but go I, go I for like... it. We'll, we'll talk about it more when you know all the other Titus fans are here. But you can go totally. Just give your opinion. <laughs> okay. Uh, on first listen, I was really kind of just underwhelmed by it. I, like, <clears throat> my opinion on it is so different now that I can't, can't even remember what my initial reaction was. And I just felt like it was kind of flat. But now I'm listening to it more and, <laughs> like, my my mental... What? I, I heard Josh <laughs> laughing at me. <laughs> Ignore him. You're being paranoid. Continue. Talk about Titus. What's that? What's he saying? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> Okay, anyway. ta- Jesus, talk about Titus. Host. Hosting. Uh, fuck. Okay. And, like, <laughs> as, I'm, as I'm listening to it more, my mental score of it is going up. And 
I'm just really finding a lot of a lot of great songs, a lot of catchiness to it, and even uh, the first thing to drop from it, the first song uh, in a big city, uh, it's kind of similar with that. Like I was kind of mad on it at first, and now that might be my favorite track on the album, or one of my favorites at least. Um, so yeah, I, I don't think I'm digging it as much as their other two albums, but I still think it's I think it's really great and it's definitely one of the funnest things I've heard this year. And uh, I actually just bought my ticket to see them. So yeah, nice. Um, that, that'll be exciting. I've seen them before. It's a great show. Yeah, yeah. And um, Ceremony is playing with them, and for some oh, reason yeah. I um, forgot they tore with Ceremony. Yeah. And you and know what? Some... I just saw Block Party and Ceremony open for them, like last week. Really? Like Power Violence Band Ceremony? Yeah, isn't that? Well, they're the... not so much Power Violence. Yeah, and n- now they're much more appropriate to the sort of Titus Andronicus style. But uh, yeah. Uh, I-, I was surprised. They were a last minute fill in for. Um, <laughs> I forget. There was somebody else who was supposed to open. But uh, it's sort of a nice surprise, but weird. Definitely weird. Yeah, they're, uh, I, I've seen a couple, you know, live shows, uh, not live shows, but, you know, footage of them. And especially when, you know, around Are you the... trying to say that you've seen footage? I've... <laughs> I have indeed seen footage of Ceremony. And uh, it's crazy. Like, this show's got you yeah. know, a very, very, very intense show. You see, I really wish that I, that I saw them before their new album came out. Because I've already seen them twice this year. And... It's such okay. Like Austin, I think you know. I think you know my opinion of the new, the new album. Josh, I don't know if you do. I believe it would be summed up as here. it's shit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the only I think the only album I like less than that this year is Cruel Summer. That's saying a lot. Oh, you don't <laughs> like Cruel Summer, eh? <laughs> oh, God, fuck it. I already went over this last podcast, but I hate that fan. album so much, dude. Well, can you? I, I don't want to, you know, make you reiterate for the dozens of people that listen to this. But <laughs> I think um, you're being generous. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what, what didn't you like about it? It's succinctly the Coles Notes version. It's a better. It's a better question to ask. What did I like about it? Okay, well, I'm gonna ask the worst question and ask what you didn't like about it. <laughs> uh, honestly, I went. I went through it. I went through it once. And I, I don't want to go back to it. So okay. it it seemed like a bunch. It just seemed like radio pop rap, but yeah, like more, I, but like more grading to the ears than that type of stuff should be. I don't I mean, know what I you were was, expecting. But, yeah, yeah, I'm a little surprised I, to to hear the complaint about the Good Music Collective album being radio pop music, and that yeah. was a huge problem for you. But think about it, like. Um, there's one song of that album I love, uh, New God Flow. When I heard yeah. that, I'm like, <laughs> when I heard that, I'm like, okay, there might be something to this album that I like um, besides that track. And it turns out that track was the only one I gave a shit about. And yeah, I like, like that song too. Yeah, and uh, I think I, I think I like Click too. I, I think so. But I mean, just from the first track on that album with R. Kelly singing put your middle fingers up or something like that it was like god what are you doing kanye how how are you approving this 
like are you a big you have... Kanye fan outside of uh, outside? Yeah. Of... Okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. What do you think is the like, best Kanye album? Both of you. Probably late registration. Yeah. Uh, what I, about you, Austin? I could not give half a shit about Kanye. Like, I mean, he's talented. I get that and everything. I listen to his discography once over. I just don't care about the guy. I guess late registration probably. That was pretty good. He's doing everything to make you care about him, though. Yeah, right? He cares that you don't care. Yeah. Well. And Kanye, I know you're a listener to your podcast opinion is wrong. Mm-hmm. I just want you to know I really care about what you do. <laughs> Austin, have how much music do you listen to in a week? Um, well, okay. I've had my uh, last FM f- at this point for a month and six days. And I am at 1,700 plays now, so entirely too much. Wow. I um, use, I try to average... I was averaging for a while around four new albums a day, but I fell back in wow. probably at two or three now. What about you, Robbie? How much music do you think in, in a week you listen to? Uh, I don't know. I mean, quite I've a had... Bit, though? Yeah, definitely quite a bit. Because it's, it's been a big change in my life recently. I moved closer to my work. And uh, I used to have an hour commute both ways. So now I have two less hours of listening a day. And that was, you know, sort of primarily where I was listening to music. And it's interesting when uh, you're sort of forced to, to filter and get exactly to what you want in a, in a little bit of a quicker manner, what you actually end up listening to. And I found my listening patterns have changed a ton. Uh, and I just wonder if you guys had less time. Do you think you'd go back to stuff you're already familiar with, or would you still try to find as much new music as you could? Well, I'm I uh, <laughs> go, go ahead. Oh, okay, okay. Josh taking charge. I was gonna say probably new music, just because I don't know that that's that seems to be always what I gravitate towards, you know. And and and, and definitely I listen to stuff I already know too, but it seems like I kind of split my time between that and new stuff even <clears throat> even if i even if i don't have as much time to listen to music in general like i always end up kind of splitting my time between those two what else takes up your time like what do you do robbie what, what's your thing okay so we we're talking about so we were talking about titus, titus Andronicus and then ceremony and then cruel summer right maybe we, yeah. go, back to, maybe we go back to titus Andronicus. sure let's do that Okay, well, I was I was gonna say before we got carried off with ceremony that for some reason on my date only, um, Mets is opening along with ceremony, which I'm unbelievably excited for. Wow, that's a that's a that's an excellent lineup, especially for yeah. Robbie. I'm not familiar yeah. with Mets. Mets are the Canadian. Yeah, yeah, I believe they are. Oh, me too. <laughs> yeah. That's, the that's, why I'm, that's, why, that's why I'm surprised. Yeah. Do you know where they're from, Robbie? Toronto, I think. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know Mark would they're like, like uh, very abrasive noise rock. Oh, see, I'm a big pussy. I don't listen to anything like that. Yeah, that's uh, that, that's what we love, love about Josh. He, uh, if it's above, like, I don't know, like 40 decibels, he won't listen to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, oh. I'm, I'm a big baby. <laughs> Not that I don't appreciate, uh, especially I think aggressive music has more capacity to make a uh, more involved live show. Like, I'll never miss, like, a fucked oh, no up shit. show. No but, shit, uh, yeah. But, yeah, for, for my day-to-day, I just don't think, um, 
there was a period in my life where I would have called like Alexis on Fire my favorite band, or, or uh, <laughs> as a as a as a as a hardcore diehard, Robbie finds that very funny. Yeah, well, I mean, pretentious, that, pretentious douchebag that he is. No, no, that that's fine. I mean, I'm talking a, a long time ago. I wouldn't claim to have had any taste when I was in grade eight, um, but I just don't think I I'm searching for for aggressive music. Like my day to day life isn't isn't aggressive. I'm very like laid back, happy dude. Like I live the most charmed life possible. So I'm not looking to to get riled up about anything. Right. Oh, well, you, oh, oh, well, you're proud of yourself. <laughs> oh, come on. We can't turn this into a feud. What I'm proud of myself? No, no, no. Sorry if it came across that way. Um, I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just not what I, I'm looking to listen to anymore. I'm yeah, sure Robbie's. Just I like totally some, get that. Um, okay, well, well, there goes my next. What are you listening to, Peck? Go for it. Uh, well, um, Austin, you could probably guess what I'm going to say next. Uh, could it be possibly? Oh, I don't know. Maybe is it Converge? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> That's a good Converge impression. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Anyway, talk about Converge, because I, I know the others don't care. And I, I don't know. I may be, except for maybe one other person, Evan may be the only person who listens to Converge, and I don't even listen to Converge that much. So I'm interested to see what you have to say. Um, the thing is, like, the, the Converge is one of those bands that could just keep on doing what they're doing without making any huge changes to their sound. And they still know how to put out an put out an amazing record every time, in my opinion, at least. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what they did here. I mean, I mean, some people might be annoyed that they really haven't changed their formula all that much at all. But they're one of those bands that can pull that off and just, you know, maybe not put out the same record, but put out records with the same general sound, and you know, still make it feel really fresh and really new and really entertaining and that's what I think they've done with their their newest one well can you think of other bands that do that like you use an example um there's I don't know I, I, I mean there are a ton of hardcore bands that, that other hardcore bands that do that that do that kind and of nothing thing outside but, of the realm of hardcore no 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 the, the, there's definitely more bands that do that that I can't think of at the moment. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I, Lightning Bolt, for one. Yeah, you, yeah, you have a point. They don't really, they don't stray much, too much from their formula, but it's always really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, uh, I listened to Jane Doe for the first time, which I guess is sort of hey. considered their magnum opus. Yep. Uh, and <laughs> I enjoyed it. I'm not, uh, like... Uh, super uh, um, educated on, I, I guess, metalcore <laughs> is what the official genre title of it. But uh, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. It had, you know, a nice touch of melodicism along with the, um, the you know, the sort of slow grinding uh, heaviness of it. It was, it was an enjoyable listen. I liked it a lot. Good to hear. Yeah. What, what's interesting about Converge to me, though, is that, uh, you know, they're making all these albums... Uh, uh, mainly in the last like, like six, five years maybe that have gotten all this recognition. But they've been around since 1990, like when yeah, which, which yeah. is like uh like right at the start of metalcore. And I, I guess they weren't really a metalcore band to begin with, uh, like with those early um 
uh, New York bands. But uh, yeah, they were uh, I you know progenitors to something definitely. I haven't listened to those early EPs, but uh, yeah, it well, seems uh, it's fascinating that they came out 1990. Yeah, it is. But I mean, I still haven't listened to their very very first album, <laughs> which the band themselves kind of you know kind of you know say it's not worth listening to which is always a great, a great sign that's always great yeah. um but like uh their work um the earliest work i've heard is like slightly it's not it's not that it's bad but it's definitely not to the level that they kind of achieved with jane doe you know mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah. You know what i'm saying i do um uh, speaking of artists that uh uh you know um you know, cast off their own work. Are you familiar familiar with the the sludge band uh, Harvey Milk? Yes. yes yeah, they're, they're a great, really interesting sort of uh, heavy sludge band with like melodic uh, and sort of almost bluesy singer songwritery touches to them. Yeah. But uh, they uh, <laughs> there's a great article written by I think the lead singer or possibly guitarist, but it just goes through every uh, release of their entire career and explains why it's complete garbage. And why nobody should ever listen to it ever. And it's one of my favorite, <laughs> favorite articles ever. I recommend listening to it. Reading it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Harvey Milk actually. Uh, <coughs> I people talk about him a lot. I, I, have you listened to their albums, uh, Robbie? I've Kirk? listened to. I listened to Life, the best game in town. Uh-huh. And um, I, I I always get depressed when I talk about this because I didn't go to the show, but I could have seen him open up for Sleep last year, and I didn't. Oh wow. That would have been yeah. a good show, yeah. Well, I don't think I, I don't think I was willing to part with the money that that year, but uh, I should have because it would have been well well spent. Yeah, I think it was like forty dollars, so it was a little uh, daunting. But forty dollars for a two bit, bands, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's for sleep, which counts for like three bands, you know, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. But it's whatever. <laughs> I, I feel like we should stop talking about sludge metal because Josh hasn't said anything in like twenty minutes. But, no, no, uh, no! Don't don't <laughs> pander to me. You guys do your thing. I I always feel like I show up and commandeer these things and turn them into not what they're meant to be. Ep- episodes of Doctor Phil, yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. I'm here like trying to trying to counsel you guys, and uh, uh, so no, I, absolutely not. Let's uh, you guys do your thing, and uh, Josh, I'll, are I'll you the to... guy? Josh, are you the guy with the mustache? Uh, I I don't anymore in my Facebook profile picture. I do have a mustache. Uh, oh. I, in fact, I oh. usually don't. Oh. I I, uh, I oh. think that's the only time I have. I was hoping you were, you were the other guy, so I wouldn't have to insult you. But oh oh oh, oh. do you uh, oh. do you not like the mustache very much? <laughs> oh God, why is this getting so hostile? Come on no, now. That's, that's fine. No, what what, what don't you like? With <laughs> I'm, the sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm just being a total fucking fucking asshole. <laughs> no, that's okay. Hang on. I'll, I'll go look at your Facebook pictures. And uh, this is maybe... great. Let's go ahead. see. This is good oh. podcasting. Oh, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> no, no. Say it. Say it. No, absolutely not. So are you just not a mustache guy in general or one on me you think looks bad? <laughs> I'm not a mustache guy in general. <laughs> For what it's worth, my girlfriend didn't like it very much either. So hey, that's... Hey, 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 that... <laughs> If the sky picture you have is you, then you're a ha- then you're a handsome motherfucker. Oh, How's that? I I don't know what my Skype picture is. Let me see. 
Oh, that's nice of you to say. Uh, I, I think I photograph better than I look in real life for what it's worth. I'm just a big heap of shit in real life. There's, uh, there's okay. no doubt about it. Um, what are we going to say about my picture? <laughs> Come on, bring it. No, get out of here. Not gonna, I, feel, gonna I feel like I should be hosting my way out of this conversation. <laughs> I'm not, no way. Uh, I, I'm not going to go uh, rag on someone. Matt, you seem like a nice guy, especially now that you have an internet connection. <laughs> Jesus I, uh... Christ. Okay. What? Probably, Austin, what have, you, Austin, listened... what have yeah. you been listening to? Okay, let's talk about it. All right. What I've been listening to, uh, in addition to, of course, the new um, uh, Titus and the new Death Grips and the new Godspeed, uh, is what I've been Godspeed album. Oh, have you listened to it yet? Oh yeah, ad nauseum. I love it. Oh, it's great, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's really noisy. Like, it is. Yeah. That's what I love about it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's kind of its own separate flavor, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it separates it from their other albums and sound, sound wise at least. Just in Which general, I... they walk out a little harder on it. I'm just, I'm, I really love it. Mm-hmm. What's everybody's okay, favorite yeah. Godspeed album? Because mine is uh, F sharp, A sharp. Ooh. Does Slow Riot for Zero Gamma to count as an album? Because it absolutely does. Yeah, because I think that's probably <coughs> I think that's probably the apex of the entire post rock genre. Oh wow. So yeah, I that's like a perfect album slash EP thing. Yeah, that's definitely their best in my opinion. Jeez, I uh. What's the the one from the nineties? All lights fucked up and the the amp drooling, I think. <laughs> if anybody would have, if that? anybody would have that, you would have that. Uh, I well, I don't know. I just I, it was the first one I heard, and it sort of I hadn't really listened to, to anything <laughs> okay. similar. I'm sorry. Um, I, I'm How? gonna have to. I think you may be confused here, <laughs> or you're playing a very no one has heard us. that one. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Like thirty well, copies exist inside of a vault. <laughs> you uh, you you know just how to get Robbie riled up. That's all I was doing. <laughs> uh, I, I was I was hoping Robbie would know the story and then it would get really furious because it seems like he. Uh, uh, my favorite for the record is F sharp A sharp. Oh, excellent! I had a great taste. Uh, um, but but I. <laughs> I mostly would. Uh, <laughs> I like how Robbie got so angry so quickly. <laughs> Robbie, are you an angry guy? Um, with all the hardcore like this guy that, listens to. I was going to say. I, I, I like to think that I'm not, but um, the forums and just podcasts prove otherwise. I think, I think Robbie, you're a man who's driven by passion, of you know, the passion for things he enjoys. <laughs> And I think you're driven by nothing else, including empathy and kindness of your heart, <laughs> <laughs> which which is it's marvelous for, you know, um, uh, I guess like, you know, it, it worked for Hunter S. Thompson, but I don't know right. if about for podcasters. Fuck um, empathy and kindness. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. Fuck empathy and kindness, he says. Right. Fuck. What even were we talking? Oh, right. Um, Godspeed. Loved it. I'm sure we all did. What I've been listening to yeah. this week is a great deal of I've been going back as I want to do and just learning the ins and outs and the complete chronology of a genre, which I like oh. to do every once in a while. Like I'll go every wave of it and I'll try to get you know every record I possibly can, uh, especially if it's like a small genre. Uh, the one I'm doing it with now, and I've talked about this before, but is um, emo for uh, like you know emotional hardcore from sure, yeah. I guess around 1986 to. 
uh, now-ish, but I'm stuck around 1991 right now. Uh, what I, <coughs> the first stuff I listen to is, um, well, I guess, you know, Minor Threat is sort of the genesis of all of it. And Ian MacKay in particular. Ian MacKay is insane because as vast and as, like, populous uh, a genre like, you know, hardcore punk is, with so many bands and so many people, he revolutionized it three times, which is crazy. Like, he, yep. he created three genres. Well, not really created, but, you know, Minor Threat, arguably the most influential hardcore band of all time, except maybe, like, Black Flag or something. I then Fugazi, the, the the definitive post-hardcore band, and then Embrace, uh, which was uh, his his emo band, which one of the first emo bands, along with another DC band called Rites of Spring, who are also really yep. great. Uh, Rites of Spring, uh, also very influential. Um <coughs> But uh, a lot of this early uh, emo stuff, it was born uh, out of this movement in D.C. that sort of uh, came after D.C. hardcore called Revolution Summer, which was a, like sort of a positive reinvention of hardcore punk. And, you know, it became much more melodic, uh, not as based on, you know, the same sort of three chord anger as uh, hardcore, but uh, I, and it incorporated a lot of sort of Fugazi-esque post uh, hardcore into it, which I like a lot. Uh, some bands include uh, Dag Nasty, who I believe are also from D.C. Uh, oh, great. Dag Nasty? Yeah, Dag Nasty's great. Uh, uh, one of the first sort of melodic hardcore bands that would later, you know, the genre would become corrupted and, you know, gentrified by, you know, NOFX and, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> the Robbies of the world. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, no, this is, this, this is, I'm sure, something that Robbie is vehemently opposed to. But uh, Dag Nasty... Yeah for, yeah, for the record, I hate NOFX, so... Yeah. Really bad. Um, uh, Grey Matter, who are another DC band, The Hated, who are interesting in that they were, uh, I guess, could be considered uh, more sort of second wave um, traditional emo, uh, as opposed to the emo core of, you know, DC and stuff like that. And they had like a lot of acoustic instrumentation, much more melodic, less based on hardcore. And uh, they were, uh, I think, from California, I'm not entirely sure, but I got their discography. Uh, Jawbreaker, who are an influential... Um, Oh, yeah. Uh, melodic hardcore and, you know, vaguely emo band, but uh, very, very good sort of popish uh, hardcore. Uh, I got Unfun, which I've listened to, and then I have 24-Hour Revenge Therapy, which I hear is sort of their their best. Um, Moss uh, Icon. Moss Icon, who is a, a lot like uh, The Hated or another sort of in the wheelhouse of more second-wave emo than the emo core, but they were also from D.C., I think. And uh, they were probably my favorite of what I'm listening to. Moss Icon is really great. They have a... Uh, EP called Hate in Me, which I really recommend. Um, one Last Wish. They have one album called 1986, I think. Uh, another band called Rain, who has a great EP called La Vancha Quirit, I think is I don't know, but that was good. Um, and <coughs> what I was just listening to a few minutes ago, or before the podcast started, was a band called Sam I Am, who they had a bunch of L LPs, but uh, they had a great uh, EP called um, Underground, which is uh, really sort of early emo core. It's really great. Uh, but you, yeah. Are you plan on doing this with other genres? Uh, I've done it with a couple, um, like you know, noise rock. Yeah, I think the first one. You, yeah, I think once you showed me some really obscure early slug metal release. Like, oh, gore! Yeah, gore is great. Gore, yeah, something like that. Uh huh. Um, but this is like I did it with black metal a few months ago. Uh, I just I just do it occasionally. But emo, it's it's rel relatively small compared to you know something as massive and vast as hardcore. And to a certain extent, I've been doing it with post-rock. Like, I've been going listening to, you know, Talk Talk and Bark Psychosis and uh, Slint and stuff like that. Which, I mean, all yeah. those are sort of 
required listening in post-rock. There wasn't much of like a lead up to it. It just sort of the scene itself exploded after those early bands. But um, yeah, <laughs> that's that's um, that's how, mostly how I've been listening to records lately. You're on wild, the, man. the subject, sorry, on the no, no, subject please. of emo, uh, actually a band or an album I've been listening to that I, I, I thought I was going to, I thought to myself I was going to talk about it and what are you listening to, but I forgot to. So if you want to mind me talking about, oh, it go ahead, yeah. I've been watch listening to American football. Oh, great, album. yeah, that that is yeah. depressing stuff. Holy Christ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not so much emo in a in an aggressive way, you know. They're definitely not an aggressive band, but mm. I mean, especially when you look at the lyrics, it's just it's heartbreaking. Very sad. It's it, well, it's what's called indie emo, or a lot of people call it Midwest emo, because a lot of those bands like, sort of <laughs> yeah. popped out of nowhere in you know like Missouri or Kansas or whatever. Uh, but yeah, that's probably one of the best releases of Midwest emo, um, along with you know like um, uh, uh, Sunny Day Real Estate or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, like I've okay. Um, I haven't listened to this band much, but I know that they share some members with Captain Jazz. And oh, and I, Captain Jazz, yeah. Yeah, I've listened to I listened to some of Captain Jazz, and I'm not totally getting it. You know, uh, I, I'm I'm not sure what it is about him, but uh, maybe it's, maybe I'm just not in the mood for it yet. Mm-hmm. But um, but American football is much more you know relaxed. You know, and I, I think that's what I'm digging on lately. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just and it more does, relaxed music. It does have, uh, not really in, in like in style, but it has a sort of post rock vibe to it in a way, like a lot yeah, of, sort of yeah. uh, arpeggioed chords and uh, sort of ethereal production. And there is some uh, some emo music that combines uh, post rock as well. I think there's a yeah. band called Gospel. I think is one of the uh, yeah. janitors of that. Yeah. Envy is a great screamo band. <laughs> oh, uh, Envy, yeah. That uh, does the whole post-rock thing. Oh, um, and of, of course, um, one that Kyle's been mercilessly promoting lately, a band he found on um, Bandcamp called Moths. Moths. Don't need to listen to, but I, I, I enjoyed what I heard quite a bit. And How's Kyle doing? <laughs> Kyle's doing well. Kyle's the same as always. He's the best, yeah. man. He's great. I keep saying that we need to find one more fat person so that me, Kyle... And that person can form a fat triumvirate. The holy trinity, yeah. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> you guys don't need that. You just be happy with yourselves. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yes, we do need that. We need more fat representation. Well, I'm, I'm going to try. I'll get up there with you. <laughs> I'm going to do it to, to try and further our relationship, Robbie, because I feel like you hate me. <laughs> No, that's yeah, how my, that's how everybody feels when they talk to Robbie first. He's really a kind and caring man. You just got to get to know him, and you know, get to deal with his opinions a little bit. I'm just gonna, <laughs> Robbie. Can I ask you some questions, or are you just gonna just gonna fire at me like a, like a mad dude? Uh, Josh yeah. likes to do this, by the way. He'll just he'll just shotgun some questions at you. <laughs> uh, no, no, yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, it, it marijuana is legal in California, right? Or at least easy to get a prescription. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> how how frequently do you partake in the in marijuana? I'm wondering. Um, every every other month or so. Oh really? Okay. <laughs> I I was expecting never as your answer there. Um, Why? Why? Because like because I seem so uh, so. Uh, no, you just listen to so much hardcore. I assume you were so straight wound. edge. <laughs> yeah. You're just so wound. Um, is it now? <laughs> 
is it is it accessible? Like, do lots of people in California smoke pot? Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. And that's interesting. Do do you get along with stoners in general? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. As as long as, you know, they don't like. Well, bef- well, before I, before I kind of started smoking weed, I hated when people pressured me to do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I don't want to be around stoners that you know pressure other people to do it when they don't want to. Did you show, did you show them uh, your minor threat patch on your on your crust punk jacket and then run away, or did you <laughs> <laughs> the X's on hands? Yeah, yeah, I would, yeah, cross hands. I would I, never uh, dare to. I would never dare to have a crust punk jacket. I, mean, I, I don't know. I've been, I've been thinking about making one just because I need something that's warm, and those hardcore patches seem insolent. But uh, yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> For some reason, I don't get along the best with stoners, like people who really um, identify with it and almost lose their personality in it sometimes. You see, that, uh, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about like stoners that I don't like. Yeah. Because you know? like, like, I, I, if, if, I, if I found out tomorrow that I couldn't smoke weed for a year, I wouldn't give a shit. You yeah, know? you'd be unaffected, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like a strictly for fun thing, and I, I, it doesn't matter. You, you know, I, I don't base my life around that. It's just a fun, a, a fun little recreational activity. Yeah, I agree. I hate when I'm at a party and, and somebody will, there'll be like a, a room, and I'm always just like, oh, this is this is them. This is, and we go in and like, <laughs> you know, dude, you gotta listen to this music, dude. And it's it's usually an after party after a show, or so I'll have played, or or at least they'll know that I play music. So like, oh, we, I want his opinion or, or this and we'll go. And then it's always just like the most ambient and there's nothing wrong with it in, in any capacity. But the fact um, that I'm not getting it because I'm not on drugs, I'm like, I don't think that uh, music should have to be exclusively accessible while on drugs. <laughs> uh, and, and that happens out here more times. I thought you were going, I thought you were going to go on an anti-Kyle uh, or, or an anti-ambient-esque rant as yeah, Kyle would. Kyle, Kyle hates ambient music. I know he does, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't, I don't, it, and it certainly has its place, and especially on the heels of me saying that I was listening to a soundtrack for the bulk of the week. I can't yeah. really say too much, but. Um, What's it, your next question? Do <laughs> um, you have on. any more questions, or was it just the the weed one? <laughs> uh, I was I was just curious about that. I was just curious what kind of guy you are. How old are you? I'm 19. I'm going to be 20 in uh, a little over a month. Okay, so you're not in high school anymore. No, I'm a sophomore in college. Wait, Kyle's fat? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> really? no. that, that's out of the blue. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> No, he's made, he's made quite a thing about it on past episodes. Oh, yeah. that's not that's why I, I don't, that's why I don't feel bad bringing it up. I mean, I don't make fun of him about it, but you know, I say we need to form a fat triumphant. Right. <laughs> I always pictured him as like a a wiry, tall, um, I'm trying to think, uh, like somebody who looks really scrappy. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a celebrity. To, to liken him to, but nothing's the thing is uh, The thing is, because I've heard Kyle's voice so many times, I, you know, none of us have ever seen a picture of him, but... That's true. I've seen most of you, but not Kyle. Yeah. Oh, but, really? Mm-hmm. But, I can, but I can figure out what he looks like. Just Does by his voice, I don't, I don't know what it is, but I just... You just know. I what just are you thinking in college? Uh, I will... Well, just general ed right now, I'm kind of undeclared. I might be, I might be a geology major or psych major or something. 
Well, psych major, eh? That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, do you find Austin as interesting as I find Austin? Uh, yeah, sure. Oh, I find Austin now. just like this crazy enigma. Like, uh, you're 16, Austin. You're just you can't. Actually, so technically 17 now, as of what? Four days, four days ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is the worst. Is it? Do, do I lose my credibility as a young prodigy once I turn 17? What are you in grade 12 now? Uh, 11. Ele- okay, okay, maybe not. I, okay. Wow. You're set. How was your birthday? <laughs> It was great. I got a Bad Brains t-shirt, and I got a Death Grips t-shirt, and I got an excellent pair of new headphones that I'm using right now to record this podcast. Oh, damn. That is a good birthday. Yeah. Well, happy birthday, man. Oh, that's, thanks, friend. That's very cool. Although, <coughs> I, yeah, I just I just wasn't like you at 16, and I find it really, really interesting that, like, do your parents think that you're weird? Uh, Probably. I haven't oh. asked them in so many words, but I think very many do. Can we get Austin's parents on a podcast one day and I talk to them? You don't want that. No. I do. No. They've got this great son who's just like this suit. I, I, are they music people? Not even a little bit. No, my dad is um, – he is literally the essence of dad rock. Oh, <laughs> the Eagles and Aerosmith. And, uh... <laughs> Clapton. Clapton. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, That's, that's me. That's my dad too. <laughs> but uh, he, he's taken me several shows and I thank him for it. Yeah, well, he's, he's been cool about it, yeah. That's a good man, but that's uh, is that ever is that ever interesting to? I wonder what made you come out like you, not being in like a, a musical household. Uh, I I don't know. Maybe I, I was just always sort of, you know, I was a little off, and then uh, I, I guess I started listening to music, and then uh, I started getting more into music, and right. uh, that that sort of that went off like that. Yeah. Can you guys both think of like the band that was like the first band you got into? Like not the first band you liked. You're like, I want to know. Who's writing these songs, and what does he mean by this? Or, well, mine is mine is um, uh, kind of stupid. Uh, mine was well. I first like you know up until like you know fifth grade, I was listening to a lot of like, you know just like classic rock, ACDC, and the like. Oh, then okay. I I started listening to um, uh, I, it might have been Frank Zappa at first. Yeah. But uh, he he was like sort of that enigma that I dug a lot, which got me into Captain Beefheart, who was my obsession all throughout right. middle school, and then I started. What? What? <laughs> you were listening to Captain Beefheart in middle school. I, I talk, I've talked about this before. I was the most pretentious seventh grader you've ever met. No like, shit. I, I would get up in your face about, this is Trout Mask Replica. This is the greatest work of art ever created in modern music. And I would, you don't I would, know Beefheart? Go fuck I would, yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I would be like, uh, what time signature is this in? Oh, it's not It's not 12-8? Okay, whatever. Wow, um, that's... That's so strange to me. I was a real douche about it, though. I wasn't, I wasn't <laughs> nice about it. I'm glad to hear that. Which I think as, as, a, as a 12-year-old or whatever I'm entitled to. But, Absolutely. Um, <laughs> uh, and then I, I, you know, I started listening to like, um, like noise music and stuff when I was in like ninth grade. Well, the right age of 14, you finally at, got yeah, it. My first, my first Bow record was at, uh, I, I, don't know, I started listening to like experimental music like really in depth, uh, like in eighth grade, I think. And, uh, like, you know, hardcore and stuff like that and noise rock, yeah. Austin, who do you think would win in a fight between uh, Shuey and Clyde Nutt or Kyle and Robbie? Oh, I don't know. 
because uh, like both, both wound up dudes, you know, like they are. They they're very opinionated. <laughs> and I think Robbie has spent so many time in mosh pits and you know slam dance. Right. that I think he'd have that advantage. So is Kyle. Would, so is Kyle oh, though. Kyle, not as much though. I mean, I think you you seem like part of the scene and everything. I think you've been to more shows than Kyle. Hardcore, hardcore shows in particular. Maybe. But here's the thing. I wouldn't put it past Kyle just to get like one quick one in the throat and then you'd be down. I feel like Shuey's dirty. Like he'd he'd kick you in the nuts. He'd, he'd, st- he'd stick go a for the eyes. Dirty. Yeah. He'd, uh, <laughs> I feel like he wouldn't let up. You know. I yeah. feel like he wouldn't lose. Not that he'd win, but it'd just be he'd be a motherfucker to put down. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. And doesn't he work security or something? He is a security guard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, <sighs> sorry, Robbie. I think you got to go with Shuey on this one. Yeah. Okay. Have you ever been in a fight, Josh? You seem like a very passive type, but have you ever, you know, punched a man in the face? Yeah, I have. I've been in three fights. Oh, let's hear about them. Oh, well, uh, I got my ass kicked twice. Okay. Very bad. Very, well, okay. I'll tell you the one I win because I want to look cool. Um, Brian and I, or, uh, I was in a band called All My Friends and we, we were, uh, it was with my best friend Brian and I. And another, a friend's band of ours, who I'm not going to say, they had a song called All My Friends. And my friend Angelo, who's in the band, he said, hey, well, we're going to play All My Friends as our closing song. Why don't you and Brian come up and uh, sing the chorus with Dylan and uh, Josh, you can hop on, on the keyboard. And we said, oh, that sounds, that sounds great. That'll be a lot of fun. We're playing on the same bill, but we were going on after them. So we were going to come out, do their last song with them, and then just stay on stage and play our set, which I thought was a really cool idea. And so we jump on stage, and I guess nobody had told their guitarist, Perry, that this was going to happen. And so I, Brian's there, and Perry, you see sort of Brian and Perry going back and forth, fighting over the mic to sing, to do the backup vocals for Dylan. <laughs> and Perry is very drunk, and he ends up throwing Brian off the stage. Wow. And I was like, wow. that's And to know Brian, he's just like the most gentle, <laughs> wonderful guy. Like, just not, not somebody who would... Uh... So I ran up at sort of a moment of... of and you're you're hurting my friend and I'm I am you know I'm gonna do something about this you and I grabbed his wrist <laughs> and I, I pulled him I like pulled him down so now I <laughs> that's now a position of power the right. wrist. <laughs> yeah. I, like I said I have no experience in this so so he's so now I'm thinking ah now what's he gonna do you know he's he's been pulled down you know his his moral he's, his morality's in the tank he's he's feeling shitty instead he stands up and he punches me Oh. Which uh, I didn't see coming. I thought uh, I thought maybe he would stop after I'd pulled his wrist, and uh, yet to no avail. So he hit me, and sort of instinctually I hit him back, and he fell off the stage from the punch. Oh wow! And that was sort of the end of it. But I was like, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm the man. Look at me. And uh, but no, in general, I'm very passive, and uh, the Vancouver music scene can be very unfriendly and angry so like my do either of you have twitter i I, yeah. I have an old account okay well go look at my twitter feed one day when i say anything there's people will be like you're a fag you got you guys music sucks da, da, da. wow and uh and so no i i'm pretty good at not uh not getting riled up or you know sort yeah. of taking things on the chin mm-hmm. hey i hate to be off topic right now but um austin i just saw on your music that you rated the first Aza album 4.5, and I'm giddy with excitement about it. Gaza, that album took me by crazy surprise, and um, 
uh, yeah, I, I, and I deserve the credit for that because I showed you it during a sing tube session. I didn't credit you in the review, yes, but you are all yeah, the the credit is is yours, yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, well, I'm proud of you. What about you, Rob? Have you ever been in a fight? I like heavy fights seventh grade. <laughs> How did that turn out for you? Uh, 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 uh what? Uh, uh, I don't know. Fair, fair enough. Yeah. See, here's the thing. I, and I, think, I think everybody thinks this, but like, like you say, uh, whenever I would get in a fight, I'm terrified of my own strength. You know, like I'm actually gonna hit this guy, and like his his retina is gonna become detached or something. But it's never like that. I think no. it's always because the other person thinks the exact same thing, and uh, and it, it always uh, it, it never ends up going as well as you thought. They're always shorter than I think. Not the ones necessarily that I've been in, but the. When I see them, it's like, oh, you want to do this? And they're shoving, and oh, yeah, I'm the man. <laughs> a big kissing contest. Then one hits the other, and the guy either goes down, or he hit, eventually somebody breaks their hand, mm-hmm. and it's sort of like, okay, bro, and then they hug. And that's, it's just the most interesting thing to watch ever. I've been in, I've been in one fight, and I was around oh. six or seven years old, I think. Of course, it was way before you should have, like everything else in your life. (laughs) Some some guy said he didn't like Captain Beefheart, and um, (laughs) no, I was I was at I was at a I was at a water park, and um, uh, I was in the I was in the. Is this real? This is true. I was in a wave pool, and um, uh, I was in the wave pool, and there was just this redneck kid, and uh, I don't know, like he said something or like uh, maybe like he tripped over me or something, but we ended up shoving each other. And I got one good punch to, like, the solar plexus, and then uh, uh, we stopped. I don't know. Well, look at you. No, not don't look at me. That's weird. Also, That's the first you, know, I, you think he's just, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> a music nerd with a heart of gold, but out there he's just a stone-cold killer. Yeah, well, if you, if you, you know, uh, if you, uh, you trash Captain Beefheart, you're going down. Yeah. Wow. That's, uh, I held very dissimilar values to you at age nine, but me. <laughs> Um, my, I'm going to need to take off in the next couple minutes here. Is there, oh, is there... sure. Let's wrap it up. We've had a good episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, any, anything else to say, anybody? I'd like to say that, Robbie, you seem like a, a nice guy. Really? Because I, because that goes against every content of this episode. <laughs> I know, but I, I'm looking at pictures of you on Facebook and you're smiling and I'm like, I just... <laughs> He's a nice smiling guy. He's just hit. He's, you know, Hitler also smiled. He smiled on occasion. Yes. Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> I think uh, here's what I. Th- this is what I think a day in the the life of Robbie's like. You know, he he wakes up around eleven thirty, big smile on his face, the birds singing. He uh, gets on. He throws on his favorite pair of pajamas, and he goes on over to his fridge and he pours himself a bowl of maple and brown sugar oatmeal. And uh, he's sitting there contemplating his future in, in geology. And, you know, over his, his hot bowl of oatmeal, he's, he's pondering. And so he finishes the oatmeal and makes his way on over to the dishwasher, opens it up and puts the, the bowl into the dishwasher, turns it on. It's the only dish in there because he lives alone. He, he goes over to his stereo system and uh, he turns on something angry. You know, fuck geology, says Robbie. To hell with the world. Fuck this oatmeal. And uh, as the song finishes, he realizes it's 
It's 12.29, and he's late for class. By the way, fuck this oatmeal episode title. It's going to happen. <laughs> so, oh, my God. That's, that's what I think of you, Robbie. Thank you. Uh, oh, wow. That's a perfect, perfect way to end this episode. Uh, everybody, it's been wonderful having you here. Uh, another successful episode, 33, in the can. Can I get uh, in here with my, my guys, Shuey and Solitude and, and Hedgeway and and some of the real old the old the old crew? The OGs. I want to see how they're doing. Yeah, you, you got to get back on here sometime. We've been missing you. Well, I, uh, I'm more than happy to. Awesome. It'll be Very great. cool. Well, you guys both have a splendid night. Yeah. And uh, I will I will talk. I'll be on here soon. Cool. Everybody. With James in tow. Yeah, yeah. Every, oh, oh, we got to get James back. Just for own time's <laughs> sake. I wonder if he remembers me. Does he ever talk oh, about me? He, he loves you. <laughs> oh, sure he does. Sure he does. He absolutely does. He, you know what? Uh. Tonight's podcast would have gone from okay to good if James was here when Robbie was being mean to me. <laughs> does, does, James approve, does James approve whenever anybody's mean to Josh? Absolutely fucking not. No, oh, he, no? Does he protect you like his son? Absolutely. Oh, that's adorable. Uh, you ha, you got to meet oh. James sometimes, Robbie. It's an experience, I'll tell you what. All right. All right, everybody, it's been wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Eat your asshole. <laughs> all right, everybody, it's been great. Uh, um, we'll see you all next time. This has been Podcast Opinions Wrong. Not everything.